0: Want to break into the consulting firm of your dreams? Then join Black Belt, the world's most effective consulting prep program. You'll get A, expert guidance as you navigate consulting recruiting. B, confidence to walk into any case or behavioral interview knowing that you're prepared. And C, an 80% chance to land an offer in an industry where the average is 3% our expert team has helped thousands land offers at over 170 global consulting firms like McKinsey, Bain, BCG, EY, etc. And we can help you do the same. First, we'll make sure you get an interview by editing your resume and cover letter. Then we'll prepare you for the interview through one-on-one coaching with the former McKinsey, Bain, or BCG consultant. We'll work with you no matter your background, timeline, or situation. We've seen it all and with the right strategy, there is no such thing as an impossible situation. Are you ready to get the upper hand by joining the world's most effective consulting prep program? Learn more and register at the link in this episode's show notes.
1: Welcome to this episode of Strategy Simplified, where we continue our series on intro to the case interview. In this series, we're talking through each of the five main pieces of the case one by one. And this is number four in the series where we're talking about creative brainstorming. Let's jump in. Creative brainstorming. So let's talk together about why would our interviewers want to ask non-math questions? Some of us might be thinking that. And what does good look like? And how might I be able to tackle these types of questions? So first, why would we have non-math questions in the interview? Well, this gives us a good opportunity to see your ideaphoria on display, your brainstorming on display, your capacity to quickly engage in brainstorming and idea creation around something that you're probably not an expert in. As such, non-quantitative questions, these qualitative brainstorming questions, they can run the gamut. Any type of non-math question that is asking you to generate ideas is fair game for a creative brainstorming question. These are good opportunities for you to showcase some of your business acumen if you're able to through the answer to this question. Your interviewer wants to see you generate a lot of answers. As you generate answers, you want to provide some additional insightful commentary about where those answers came from or the meaning of those answers or some examples of those ideas um, or, or what it is that you're brainstorming in a similar way to when we when we structured and presented through our framework before. A creative brainstorming question is an interesting opportunity since you not only want to be free-spirited and free-flowing in the sense of coming up with as many ideas as possible, but also working through this question and communicating this in a structured way. I'm going to be honest with you, there's not a silver bullet approach, there's not kind of one surefire way that you're going to walk through, you know, that kind of one one teaching approach that's going to work for everybody, but I'm going to give you an approach here in the next few minutes that that does work and will work. You may hear other ideas elsewhere. But if our goal is to come up with as many ideas as possible while remaining structured in the way that we deliver and talk through and sprinkle in, pepper in these insightful commentary along the way, showcasing our business acumen, then I can think about this in terms of the the same basic structure, to be honest, that we we would think through the math. I'm going to start with a recap, and then I'm going to structure, and then I'm going to solve through this problem, and I'm going to end with insights. Those are the same basic components that we just talked through in installment three in terms of math, but the implication, the interpretation of them becomes a little bit different when we think about creative brainstorming. First off the top, recap and clarifying questions. This continues to remain true as we've talked about in the previous sections. Every time a new piece of information is given to me, whether that's a new section of the the case that's really only includes a new question or if there's any new data or information that comes alongside that question, anytime I get new information in this case, there's a good opportunity for me to rephrase, reframe, synthesize that. And in terms of starting my answer, be able to recap that back to the interviewer, align with them that I heard the information correctly and anchor myself on what it is that we're trying to do in this section of the discussion. After that recap, I get to ask clarifying questions. If there's anything that doesn't make sense to me, Now's a good time to, to ask that before I just jump in, if there's anything, if there's any assumptions that I, I sense that I'm making in my interpretation of this information of the question or the data that I've just received, then I want to make sure to try and verbalize, vocalize that and confirm whether or not my understanding is correct. We want to nip assumptions in the bud. We want to fully verbalize everything. We want to make um, have, have full assurances that we're working through our understanding of, of the knowledge working through this problem in the correct way. And the correct way is the understanding of the information and the, and the data, really in terms of our client's perspective. And our best proxy for that is then through the interviewer. Now, after the recap, what we wanna do is ideally best in class best best case i want to try and structure my the the way that i'm going to answer through this question first now what's going to happen over the next 3 to 5 maybe 2 to 5 minutes that i'm going to answer this question that's that's kind of the average length of of time for a full creative brainstorming question over the next few minutes as i talk through my answer i ultimately want to end up with as many independent ideas as possible, but still have delivered and structured, delivered them in a structured way. One way that you can do that is create a structured bucketed list of ideas over multiple minutes time. So over the duration of this segment of the case, what I end up with and write on my paper as I keep track of my ideas and, and as I take notes would perhaps even look something like my framework that I created up front in this case discussion. Although now I am actually ideating solutions. I am actually brainstorming product features or, you know, new approaches, pathways forward risks, etc. Again, these questions really run the gamut. Um, and can feel like they're completely out of left field in the way that the, ca- the cases are written. But it gives you an opportunity to think about another aspect, another component part of the problem. It may or may not be a part that is actually related to the information and data you just received in a math section or segment. And by the way, no guarantee that your math segment's going to come first. You could have a brainstorm, create a brainstorming segment that comes first. But best in class, I'm gonna create that structure first, which means I'm gonna write down the categories, I'm gonna talk through, brainstorm the categories out loud first, and then capture them on my paper. Following that, I would brainstorm in a very structured way within each category one by one. Now, depending on the day, depending on the question, maybe you're not able to come up with those categories first. Maybe you're just able to start coming up with individual more bullet point ideas first. I still want to capture them on my paper. That's going to slow down my pace of speaking. That's going to give me the opportunity to take a look at what I'm coming up with. Have, it, ha, have an opportunity as you're coming up with these ideas and you're talking at a slower pace of speaking, a conversational tone, perhaps taking natural pauses, thinking pauses in conversation to be able to group like with like and actually identify your first category. When you get to the opportunity to be able to name your first category from the ideas that you're coming up with at this moment in time, it many times then allows you to start to name other categories and to create that structure as you go along. Either way, by the end of this answer, I'd like to see that you you created a structure around the ideas that you came up with. I don't think this is a good excuse to to go and memorize a hundred new frameworks, although a handful of, of kind of just real common variations in your back pocket can be helpful. Um, may, maybe just at a at a really introductory level, we, you start thinking about something in terms of pros and cons or internal and external or very basic framings. But then we wanna perhaps, if and when possible, go a level deeper than that. So in this, portion of the case, we don't really, we don't start from the same base of, of, um, memorized frameworks as we do from this at the structure framework component. Instead, we practice through talking, talking through varied questions out loud, putting ourselves on the spot to, to simulate what we would be like in an internal team room environment. Um, jumping into the conversation to problem solve across work streams, or jumping into a client conversation to, to come up with a key idea in a space that you are not the expert in. We got to jump into the conversation, not take a pause, talk through this entire answer out loud from start to finish. And when you want to try and get out of this answer, You try and push the conversation forward by layering on insights, talking about perhaps new insights or revelations that this this conversation has given you. Make this tie back to the case objective and or in the context, back in the context of this case conversation. Now, what would you want to learn about next? What would you want to do next? What information would you want to go investigate, receive next? And after you try and push the conversation forward, your interviewer might not ask you to keep brainstorming some more. But you know what? Probably, probably they're going to ask you to brainstorm some more. It's a very famous tool in the interviewer's tool bag. McKinsey, it's the famous what else question to ask you to brainstorm some more. If and when that comes, you're going to stay centered And you're gonna do the best that you can to be able to come up with at least one bullet point, if not an entire new category. There's not one bulletproof, silver bullet pathway forward from start to finish through a creative brainstorming question. But by understanding that we're trying to create as many ideas as possible, provide insightful commentary along the way, and also be structured in our delivery, We can take those principles and we can apply them in real live practice to become more familiar talking through questions like this. I fully recognize that the breadth of these types of questions is, it's wide, it's varied. And that in and of itself can cause a lot of fear to candidates when they start this practice process. But just like other parts of this discussion, We've got to get out of our heads and we've got to get quality practice in to be able to talk through these types of answers out loud. It's one component part of the overall case discussion, but important one. Overall, we can't bomb any section of this case, any part of this discussion. We've got to be proficient across the board. And so we've got to practice the non-math components just as hard as the math components. It's a good element to talk through as you go through full live case simulations with our management consultant coaches. All of our coaches are XMBB. they work exclusively with us. And as a part of your customized practice plan, they could help you do a specified targeted session on creative brainstorming. Or make sure to pick cases for you that help target this skill when you're focusing on practicing it overall in your training program. Coaching sessions can be purchased by the hour or in packages. And when you purchase at least eight hours, you become a black belt, which is a membership and training program that gives you access to everything behind the paywall and management consulted and a live half day training with me. You'll find information and links to sign up in the show notes below. I hope you join us on the next installment, the final installment where we talk about the recommendation at the end of a case discussion. I look forward to closing it out with
0: you. Hey, Strategy Simplified, it's Japheth here. Before I let you go this week, I want to take a second to thank Sabina. Sabina went on Apple Podcasts and left us a rating and a review. And for that, we are grateful because here's what a review does. It gives us more exposure to people who haven't found the podcast yet it lets us speak to more people who might be interested in breaking into consulting or a similar career so we are eternally grateful for your reviews and we'd love to hear what you have to say in exchange for a chance to win a free management consulted consulting prep course we have a case interview course resume and cover letter course networking course mental math course and you name it we've got it and so please go to apple podcasts find strategy simplified leave your rating and review, and then email us to let us know. Podcast at managementconsulted.com. So once again, I want to thank Sabina for leaving a rating and a review. You are an all-star. You rock. Uh, we're so grateful for you. And without further ado, I'm going to end this episode here. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you again on another episode very soon.